Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of Acts, and we are in chapter 8. Chapter 8 starts with telling us, and Saul was there giving approval to his death. And this is referring to what we just read about last time in chapter 7, when Stephen was stoned. The last thing that Stephen said was, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. Then chapter 8 picks up immediately by saying, Saul was there giving his approval to Stephen's death. You'll remember that Saul was the one that held the clothes of the men who were stoning him. Now we move on to the church being persecuted and scattered. This is actually when the church has to start going underground. It says, on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Now remember that them being scattered means they're taking the word of God with them. It says, godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Now we move on to Philip in Samaria. And remember, Philip was one of the seven along with Stephen. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. So that is what Philip, one of the seven, did. Now we move on to a section called Simon the Sorcerer. It says in my footnotes that early Christian literature referred to him as Simon Magus or sorcerer and described him as the arch heretic of the church father of Gnostic teaching. So he was the leader of the Gnostics at the time, which were lovers of wisdom, not spiritual wisdom, but physical Now, for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is the divine power known as the great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized. And there's some discussion among the early church historians as to whether or not his conversion was pure in heart. And obviously only the Lord knows that, but there is discussion. So he does believe and become baptized according to this. And he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. You can see why there was debate about what he really believed. Then Simon answered, pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. When they had testified and proclaimed the word of the Lord, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. The final section in chapter 8 is about Philip, again, Philip and the Ethiopian. The Ethiopian is said to be one of the earliest Gentile converts, along with Cornelius the Centurion. Um, the Ethiopian here, he's also known as the Ethiopian eunuch, is one of the earliest converts. It says, picking up in verse 26, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out on his way. He met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. So if he goes to Jerusalem to worship, it is said that he had been either a scattered Jew from one of the scattered tribes or he had converted. Either way, he chose to go to Jerusalem to worship God and was on his way home. And he was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading this passage of the scripture. And he was reading from Isaiah 53. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. Then in 34, the eunuch asks Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared. At Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns 
until he reached Caesarea. So here is this moment when the Holy Spirit intervenes and he is able to explain to the Ethiopian eunuch exactly what Isaiah was prophesying at least 400 years before Jesus and saying this is exactly what Jesus came to fulfill and he chose to be baptized and they found the water and when he baptizes him the spirit of the Lord suddenly takes Philip away and takes him to a town called Azotus. The footnotes of my Bible did the work for us and said that that town was about 19 miles from Gaza and 60 miles from Caesarea. So what that means is the Lord literally picked Philip up and put him in the next place that he would have him to go. What an experience for the Ethiopian eunuch. That ends chapter 8. And we will pick up next time in Acts chapter 9.